Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Nick, and this is Auto Hit Confirmed, a podcast where we talk about video games and any news surrounding the fighting game community and new releases. We'll also be doing impressions and light reviews on video games that are coming out in the future. This podcast will be entirely on the Anchor app, and hopefully we'll be able to distribute it through many other platforms. Now, on to the show. first episode of auto hit confirm and well many of you might not know us me and my partner my co-host dom we're going to introduce ourselves before we go into some of the news that we're going to talk about today and mostly this episode is going to be talking about the ps5 event uh it was held last week on thursday uh i was able to watch it when it first was released at like three o'clock dom watched it as well but we kind of want to give our notes on kind of how we feel. But I feel like it's important before we get to that, we introduce ourselves. So starting with me, I'll just say that I've been playing games since I was six years old. I've enjoyed fighting games for the longest time. Um, I think I can recall some of my favorite memories coming from Tekken 3, uh, Ultra Street Fighter 4, Third Strike, Mortal Kombat, things of that sort. But I've also enjoyed a like plethora amount of other types of video games i do like story-based games uncharted you know last of us which i'm really excited for the new one but i diverge i also used to run tournaments back at the house or back at my house i said that so casually um i used to i used to run tournaments back in my house um to kind of recreate mini evos which were these fighting game tournaments um evos a fighting a huge fighting game tournament that's held once a year in las vegas but I used to, uh, I could never go to those because I, you know, I could never get the plane ticket. So I would always just invite a bunch of friends over and we'd play like maybe like seven fighting games and stuff. I also used to compete in Smash Bros. Uh, just a little while back, I think four years ago, I was going to tournaments, traveling and all that. It was really fun. Uh, don't play anymore because I got kind of just busy with a lot of schoolwork and... I think the grind of just trying to be a good, uh, just a good player in general is just really taxing. But it's a really fun game. And every, every now and then I'll dabble. I'll go back and play it for a little bit. And yeah, as far as that goes. But I'm also currently going through a huge backlog of video games. I've created this um, huge amount of games that I've been wanting to beat and that I've been just holding off, kind of like books and all that that I hold off on reading. But I really do want to conquer that soon before the ps5 comes out so I'm trying to hurry that up but i've been on a good streak i have so far at least i think 24 games beat this year and that includes uh some newer titles and some o- older titles um sometimes 20 plus hour games 50 plus hour games things like that but yeah i'm always actively trying to play video games that's that's definitely one thing but yeah so i've always wanted to do this podcast um which I don't know if I've said it, the podcast is uh, auto-hit confirmed, but I've always wanted to create a podcast where we can actually just talk about video games of that nature and just really enjoy just the simplicity around it, but also 
um, dive into some pretty cool topics, whether it's, you know, reviews or stuff like that. So enough about me. I want to definitely take time to introduce my friend Dom, my co-host. All right, Dom. Okay. Good morning, gamers. Jack Fanatic here, formerly known as the Mod Maniac 96. Um, it's an honor to be on the Auto Hit Confirm podcast. As my host, I've always wanted to be a part of a podcast, if not have my own, but this this is the next best thing. Um, I'm more of a classic gamer. You know, I heard I heard my partner here talk about some some more recent titles. I'm more into the classics. So when I say classics, I'm talking about PS1, PS2 classics. Um, not so much PS3. I did I wasn't a fan of a lot of the games on the PS3, but let's see. What are some titles? We got Heart of Darkness. I don't know if anybody else has played that. Um, let's see what else. Racing games, Midnight Club. Uh, Need for Speed Underground. These are getting more into the PS2 two games now. SSX snowboarding games. Just classic games. Okay, guys, that's what I'm into. Uh, we're gonna be talking about newer games, of course, but that's a that's a bit about me. So, uh, yeah, Nick. no, that's that that's interesting. I mean, it's good to have two diverse thoughts, you know, especially since you're coming from like a much more um, a different way of thinking of like games and all that but i i know you play current games there's no doubt of, there's no doubt in my mind i mean you play mk11 you're you're an obvious right, fan right. of like those games um i wanted to get i wanted to i wanted to name off those classics and i actually left a few of them out like you know simpsons road rage and stuff yeah. like that but um for the most part i wanted to name some familiar titles even though i named some unfamiliar titles as well within the uh within that category in that list of games yeah yeah no i but still i think i i think it's important um you know because i definitely play a lot more newer games and i do like some ps2 games i never really was um well i didn't have the ps2 i had the gamecube and i had you know i kind of went from there towards the xbox 360 so i never really was super big i was big on the ps1 ps2 was pretty decent but it, it was mostly PS1, then just immediately jumped straight to the GameCube and then went to, um, you know, the other later on consoles. But mm-hmm. no, it's I, I know that you still currently play video game, um, newer video games. You do have a math. Course, you do course. have a pretty uh, big uh, collection of uh, PS2 games, which is pretty impressive. But yeah, you've been you've seen it, right? You've been <laughs> yeah. House. You've seen yeah. my PS2 collection. It's pretty. Indeed. It's not the best, but, you know, it's 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 impressive. Yeah. But. So I guess that kind of just follows it up, and I guess we can follow that up with uh, to talk about what games we're actually playing currently. So currently, I the current games that I'm playing, I've said current three times, four times now. No, but um, it's all good. It's <laughs> I just beat Assassin's Creed two, which uh, crazy thing was that I played it ten years ago when I was like in my freshman year of high school, and I got up to like. 81 percent on the trophy list and mind you i'd never gotten a uh, platinum ever before so i was super excited when i bought the Ezio collection which is on the ps4 and i told myself from the start i was like okay the Ezio collection comes with assassin's Creed 2 this time it will be my mission to get this platinum so i started going crazy like literally um 
made it a mission every single day to get everything. There's 100 feathers in the game, which was one of the big things that stumped me when I used to play, which is like you got to collect 100 feathers from all the districts. It's it's super tedious. But I did the whole search, everything, and I finally got them. And then, you know, by the end of the game, I was like super maxed out with like all the armor and everything. But man, I I went crazy for at least four days or so trying to get everything. And I got the platinum, so I secured that. But then I looked up on the platinum how hard it is, like how difficult it is to achieve the platinum. And it's like rated from one to ten on a scale. And it's at a four man. difficulty. Four you difficulty know, on a platinum, that's tough. I but I mean it's fine. We'll we'll take the platinum, you know? But mm-hmm. yeah. Um as well, I also want to just I guess include the I guess the last two titles. Uh I'm also currently going through Horizon Zero Dawn because uh I don't know, I, I definitely wanted to check that game out. And I'm also I just went back and played um Doom Eternal to check that game out. And that game was ridiculous. I was getting fucking just molly whopped like it was it was tragic um the game didn't look like it it did not look like it so sorry man no i don't know so i guess what what um i was playing that so i was streaming this game yesterday on on my uh twitch channel and i literally was just getting absolutely just mopped like i had extra lives from the game which is like a little I guess hidden incentive to not to keep going, but usually you don't have an extra life, you just die. So I was getting away with that. But the game was just difficult, man. Just because there's so many things to grasp. Doom Eternal is not like they don't want to hold you, hold your hand while you're playing. It's like they have so many mechanics. You know, you have the belch flame, you have the the ice ball, you have um the the shotgun with the chain, you have the fact that all these enemies have different uh types of styles that they want to come at you, and it's and it's like I hit master level because I was like, I think this is going to be stream worthy. And then I just got fucking destroyed. I think if I should have played um, kind of starting from, you know, the base game and building my way up, I'd be so much better. Because when I was when I was playing it, when it came out in like March, I was good. I felt great and I really loved the game. But playing it now, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so rusty. But yeah, that's that's basically like all the games that I'm playing. I, kinda, I, I definitely want to hear what you're playing, Dom. What, what games are you? playing okay so um more recent titles that i've just i just started these titles um days gone mm-hmm. let's see i got days gone um soul caliber six and world war z so those are the games i told you i bought i think it was what was it thursday wednesday or thursday yeah i think so i so, think it was yeah those are the wednesday. games I was just like, and I meant to get Spider-Man. Um, uh, what's the name of the DLC? I can't remember it right now. Uh, the obviously. City That Never Sleeps. Yeah, The City That Never Sleeps. I was going, that was in my cart. Somehow I must have took it out. I didn't mean to. Why I didn't you I'm just gonna... get the, uh, why didn't you just get the um, the Game of the Year edition that came with it? It was like 20 bucks. When was this? On the PSN store. Mm, for was it P, was it a PS Plus like uh, no uh, was it a PS Plus PlayStation is currently um I mean yeah it's currently holding the Days of Play sales which like oh entry- oh yeah 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 it's only like fourteen dollars on there though like what fifteen dollars no 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 the game of the year edition is nineteen ninety nine and that comes with so, all all the DLC and the base game oh 
Well, see, I don't want to get that because I already have the base game on CD. Oh, yeah. I feel oh. like that would be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I feel yeah. like that would be kind of a waste of money because I already got the, I just want the DLCs. I, you know, um, one of my guys, excuse me, one of my guys gave me, he got rid of his PS4. He has an Xbox One. So he gave me, he 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 got a um he got a PS4 Spider-Man edition. So he got the game, the skin, all that. So once he got rid of his PS4, he gave me the game. So to get the, what did you call it? To get that version, the game of the of year a, edition. Yeah, the game of the year edition. I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy that because, you know, it would be like I have the game twice. But um, anyway, so that that was just, and, and plus that was just a game I was mentioning that I forgot to get. I'm probably gonna buy it today. Now let's have a conversation of the PS5 event. I think this is where our meat and bones of this whole podcast will be kind of in. So I'm going to kind of go through the PS5 event (laughs) notes um, that I took and that Dom took as well, Um, kind of in order in from there, but we're going to start off with just talking about strictly the video games. Now, Sony started up the uh, presentation by introducing one of the most tantalizing, riveting, most interesting titles in the past century they announced the first game on the ps5 well one of the first games will be gta 5 that was originally released seven years ago yes good grief yes that's what i'm saying ps5 why did you record that man i did i'm recording everything um man (laughs) so here's the thing gta 5 is coming to ps5 and that is one of the most weirdest things that i could think of because why are they still continuing with this game i don't know what it is and the first thing they're like oh yeah you know the crazy graphics we're gonna get it there like the ps4 was already doing that why do we need it on ps5 because of online of course but they did follow it up with a sweet a sweet thing after gta 5 they followed it up with a really good trailer a really hype trailer of spider-man miles morales the new spider-man game that hopefully I mean, can come to PS4, but I'm pretty sure it's a PS5 exclusive from the way they're sounding. But who knows? Um, I think the it was a short little trailer of Miles Morales, uh, you know, breaking through something, and it just got me super hyped. But then they kind of just slowed it down with race racing games. Uh, from there, the next interest in my in my opinion was the uh, Ratchet and Clank uh, game. It had a bunch of um, moments where it was like rifting through time and all that. Now, that game looks very interesting. I'm not a big Ratchet and Clank fan, so and I didn't play the one on PS4, but I would kind of give this a try. And it's from Insomniac, so it makes sense that Spider-Man was one of the showcases of it. But I guess that means Rockstar isn't considering anything for now. They might they'd much rather report GTA 5. But okay, I digress. Next, the next game that interested me was Returnal. Now, Returnal looks very is good. Yes, I thought the game looked interesting. It was it's based on a different planet. It almost had this control feel like um, moments to it, but um, you're trapped in a different planet. It's this girl, and it's kind of like a third person shooter. There, it's a third person shooter. It kind of reminds me of Lost Planet. Now, Lost Planet was an original was an original Capcom game, and that game was a um, kind of like a desert shooter one where it's again third person and had some things to it. Real good, charming game, but very hated on. So I'm curious if Returnal's going to have that same issue with it. 
Um, another game after that was Oddworld. Now, I'm not a big fan of Oddworld, um, so I don't really care too much of it, but Oddworld came up, and I wanted to bring this up because there might be fans that enjoy Oddworld. Um, but the next game, I have to say, it has to be one of the most... How do I say? It's, it's really interesting because Ghostwire Tokyo is a game by Shinji Mikami, who's one of the creators, who's the creator of Resident Evil, you know, the original Resident Evil games, and it's important for him because the last couple of games that he's released have been for sure my favorite. Evil Within 1 and 2 were one of my favorite games. I think Evil Within 2 just like took it up a step notch. So when I saw this game on Bethesda in the conference, I was super excited because it just looked like something new. And of course you had that the um, the pronoun the speaker hyping it up and making it sound really interesting. She was pretty cute too. Um, the fact that, and I say that because it, the the internet was going crazy. The internet was going crazy for her. I didn't um, get that from that game though. Go, Ghostwire Tokyo didn't grab me like that though. Now that's what I was gonna get to. The trailer made it super uninteresting. Like I just wasn't excited <laughs> for it after that. Because from the trailer from e, from Bethesda's conference last year, it made it mm -hmm. hype. It was like, oh my god, there's like something spooky happening in Tokyo. That's right. fucking exciting. But the trailer made it seem like as if it's like a um, mirror's... No, well, it looked like Mirror's Edge. It almost looked like that. Uh, some other things were kind of interesting, but I still think that it's not that cool of a game, honestly. And it, it was one of the trailers that got me super uninterested in a game. And I was like, wow, maybe trailers aren't that great. Maybe, But then again, thank you for letting me know because I'm not going to buy the game now. Um, after that, we move toward the Hitman 3, uh, game that is coming out now. Don, not interested. You're not interested? Not interested. Wow. Not interested. Okay. Nope. I feel like this is the same game uh -huh. as we got for the PS4, man. This yeah. It's nothing different. I'm not interested. Sorry. Okay. So the PS4 came out with two, two, uh, Hitman, Hitman 1 and 2, but they're episodic type of games where you kind of, um, go into missions. There's no real, like, there's like some story, but I think the, biggest thing is that you can go into any mission you want and just replay it's replayability is really great and you play as hitman um 40 uh 47 and you go in and you know you assassinate the targets yada 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 now, hitman 3 doesn't look anything new but it's like i like hitman because i really played the life out of hitman 1 and i i bought hitman 2 and i haven't tried i haven't played it uh but i'm definitely going to but it I'm excited. I mean, it just, it's a Hitman game. I know, but it just looks like the same game we've already played. And the and see, maybe it's just because I'm not into the Hitman games. But yeah. one and two, like like you said, they're episodic games. There's no, there's no, there's a storyline, but it's not a clear storyline. It's, it's it almost seems as, as if there's no continuity. You know, you just kind of go in on different missions and you gotta kill targets. You know, it's like yeah, I don't and know. That just doesn't doesn't grab me. I. I, I and if we remember correctly, um, like looking back at the original games, I mean, the original games had a storyline, but they were also just like one and done games, like not one and done, but like it'd be like Blood Money. Um, what's the other game? I'm trying to remember. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of the HD collections, but they had multiple games on the PS2 and all that. So, I mean, other than that, Hitman 3 looks pretty interesting and I'm pretty excited because it's a Hitman game. So but the next one comes from arcane studios the creators of you know uh well how can i be forgetting these people dishonored yes 
they're really famous for making the Dishonored games, and I truly like the Dishonored because those are really good stealth games. Those are first person, um, you're a real assassin, and it's so awesome because you have so many decisions in that game. But this new game called Deathloop looks extremely interesting, and I love the fact that it's physic yes. uh, it has a lot of physics-based mechanics to it, meaning that there's ragdolls, and there's also like the fact that um, the way that the game sounds is that it's like, so there's one person trying to kill one uh, other targets, and then there's the fact that if you die, you restart the level, but it's not easy. There's also another person on top of that trying to kill you while you're trying to kill the other person, and it's like they just keep coming back, and it looked just awesome. It has this what grind. I, oh, go ahead. Yeah. What I got from that is like everybody in this world is trying to kill you. It's yeah. Like you start, you go out, you have to be stealthy and you know kill people you have to you have to be good because it seems like if you die like you said you have to go back to the beginning which sucks i wonder if that's like a one-hit kill thing you know yeah that interesting yeah i i'm wondering if you can kill her but i feel like you probably can't in the game there's a it's a male and female protagonist that's why but yeah like it has a grindhouse feel to it and it still has the same art like art and love that dishonored has it kind of looks a little bit better but yeah other than that, the next game that, it, my gosh, this game was exciting from the minute that I saw it. I was super, I was freaking out because at first when I saw this, I, I didn't know what it was. So originally Capcom had introduced the idea that they wanted to be remaking almost every single game that they've ever made. They started off with Resident Evil 2 remake, Resident Evil 3 remake, and I played both of them and I really enjoyed 2. 3 was okay. It was kind of lackluster. Story was a little bit too fast paced, but Resident um, there's a lot of news for Resident Evil 4 to be remade. Now, I never played Resident Evil 4. I have it, though, for the PS3 um, in its port, but I never played it. So, when the Resident... What? Yes, yes. I was... I, I'll play it. I'll definitely play it soon, though. It's in my list. It's in my huge backlog list that I entered, that I was talking about earlier. So man, get that in the front log, man. <laughs> for what sure. What are you doing? Yeah. Um... <laughs> It's one of those games, man, that I just like, oh my gosh, there's just so much stuff to do. And it's like, uh, and it's a really good classic um, uh, survival game. I know that for sure, but it's just super action. It's pretty action oriented. So the trailer then um, for what Capcom was showing was what I thought was Resident Evil 4. But what it turned out to be was freaking Resident Evil 8, a continuation of Resident Evil 7, which if you haven't played Resident Evil 7, takes place like on a whole different side of the spectrum of the of the universe where it's like you, you um you get this new family this new type of uh disease all that's or virus my bad and it just looked amazing like i really loved resident evil 7 for the ps4 but then resident evil 8 introduces itself and it's called village and that game looks awesome like yes uh, it does dude it just has so many cool things wow uh, but um yeah, I mean, from there, I kind of just moved on, and, like, I just am super excited. That's probably going to be one of the games that I buy, for sure, no doubt. But, yeah, so, the next thing would have to be Pragmata, which is another Capcom game, which seems pretty interesting, and that's the one where it's, like, uh, the guy kind of looks like he's an ant, like, one of the Anthem characters, and he's in, uh what is it like in a city in a destructive city and he's like going down and um saving the child it's a lot of destruction very interesting kind of 
kind of like Death Stranding type where it doesn't give you a lot of information but kind of leaves you interested. And then to leave off on the PS5 event, especially for the game section, uh, Sony introduced a game that everyone was super excited, and that's Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Now, I haven't beat the first game, but I will be going back to it and trying to beat it. So I'm super excited for that, but I can't be excited for Horizon Zero Dawn 2 if I haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn, so I'll have more information about it, and I know I'm feeling lackluster because everyone's played this game, you know? Everyone's played Horizon Zero Dawn. There's so much rave reviews around it. You're so. not alone, man. I haven't played it either. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool, cool. So then, hopefully that doesn't just unvalidate us for any of our opinions that we have towards this whole thing because we haven't played Horizon right. Zero Dawn. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm curious, do you have any things from the game, that, from the event that you picked up that maybe I didn't pick up on? I absolutely do. Uh, I don't think you mentioned Ken of the Bridge of Spirits game. I did not. That game looks amazing. Okay, the world, you know, I don't know, the, the storyline seems like it's really interesting. Reminds me of a larger open world of Jack and Daxter. Okay, except it has a female protagonist and no Daxter. You know, there's no, there's no little guy on your shoulder. It's not like Ratchet and Clank. There's no, it's not a duo. It's like a solo. You're flying solo throughout the entire game. At least that's how it looks right now. Um, as far as games I'm excited for, the only I was really picky. The only games I got really excited for were were um, Returnal, and uh, mm -hmm. Kena: Bridge of Spirits. The other titles didn't really, they didn't hook me like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely. I, like, I think you mentioned, uh, you mentioned like, you mentioned Ghostwire Tokyo. That yeah. didn't grab me. Mm. Um, I don't know if you talked about uh, Odd World. Nah, you know, like, um, but about Returnal, it looks, um, it looks great. Okay, it's 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 it seems like it's similar to. I kind of compared it to um, to Death Loop, because it seems like she's going through a loop too. Remember? Yeah. Like she, she was talking about it, like crash, uh, the attack, and then the death. And it's like you keep going through that, and she's like slowly losing her sanity. Oh like yeah, that's true. something I'm excited to play. You know, um, I also noticed you didn't. I don't think you talked about Destruction All Stars. That reminds Destruction me. Destruction All Stars. Yeah, I don't know if you, oh, you remember. That, that's the one that kind of reminds me of um, Twisted Metal. Almost. Mm. Oh, did you mention it? No, 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 no. I actually didn't. But I think if I remember correctly, yeah, it's the one that I, I had like, I was like, is this a Twisted Metal game? I was like, Loki, that did kind of look like, you know what? I didn't even think about Twisted Metal. I was thinking more of like the PS1 game, Demolition Derby. I don't know if. <laughs> Demolition like, Derby? That's so look, tough. Look, have you, you've heard of it, right? I have, I have, yeah. Okay, so I thought, I thought it looked like Demolition Derby, but like a lighter version. Because Demolition Derby was Loki kind of dark, man. I don't know if like. Because like they had skulls on the cars. It was like a racing game, but it was yeah. like, you know, you could like kill other drivers, you know, like so <laughs> that that kind of re reminded me of that. Um, Godfall, from what I can remember from that, what I remember most is the world. You know, uh, looks like they took the best of the God of War, the God of War 4 world and put it in that game. Now, it, it looks like an RPG a little bit. Does it look like an RPG to you? I thought it was an RPG. It kind of looks like one. Yeah, I, I definitely have to agree so. So, um, like the, the colors, the, 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 
you know, the color palette, you know, you got it's it's not just you know how those older like older games have like a certain color palette where everything in the game looks like, you know, gray or like a sepia color filter, you know, that's like it's like a, a, a dark blue like underworld, you know, like this game has like a nice color palette. OK, so and it kind of it just reminds me of that God of War when you go to uh, when you're going throughout the different realms. So um, an overall point I had the open world games we saw. They seem a lot more expansive as far as like how much you have to explore. They mm -hmm. just look they look extremely vast. OK, like I love seeing when game developers like put, you know, mountains in the background you know i love i like seeing stuff like that you know like it just makes the world feel immersive like it seems like you're there you know with the with the uh protagonist um we we already went over how hitman just looks at the same yeah. game that was another note i had we already <laughs> went over that so we don't need to talk about that anymore <laughs> thank you um little devil inside has potential but you know now that i'm thinking back to it doesn't didn't have many things that I remember from watching the the event that I can really speak on because it that that was another game that was just kind of like it looked like the little nightmares game I can't think of the, the PS4 the girl with the little uh the raincoat it kind of looked like that mm. um Demon Souls yes must have wow that looks like a great game okay that's all I'm gonna say about that because that's all I know about it for the moment it just looks like a good game all right here's the thing man i definitely am right on there with you um i've now demon souls originally came out for the ps3 and if you want to get it? a copy yeah it's a remake of the original which was basically the kickstarter towards all the dark souls games it's a dark souls type game so just expect the difficulty to be very spiked but i think with the graphics and design it's going to be awesome um now, if you do want to play Demon's Souls, it's one of the most clunkiest messes if you go on the PS3. But people still love it because it started the genre. It started the genre off. Now, if you want something similar or something in that realm, play a Dark Souls. Play the first Dark Souls game. It's really good and it removes some of the issues that Demon's Souls had. But still, people had been raving for that game to come out. Um, also, Bloodborne. Check that game if you if you haven't. But those games are difficult, no doubt. But I they're really cool in design so um i guess from there i want to talk about the, the last thing that sony did was they talked about the console or they didn't really talk about the console they just showed us this really cool video of like the console reveal because i think that's what everyone was super excited for so the kaiba console <laughs> for real i was just about to say that <laughs> yeah um now sony didn't reveal any price towards the ps5 but they did release the design and they've been plastering it on their instagram wall now and it is very it's an interesting design i will say that for the least but they do have two editions they have the the actual um cd based uh, edition and then they have the digital edition now i don't know if the digital edition was kind of like a joke but i think it's serious a serious push toward the agenda of going away from cds and going strict to the digital market and i think that's an interesting point that maybe sony will try to capitalize on especially during the fact that i mean this pandemic has kind of really taught us that like there's no um there's no bounds towards buying games 
because before it's like uh, I don't re- think I really want to buy the game online and now it's just like yeah I'll buy it online and uh, what I'm saying online not just like actually getting the video game shipped to your house like uh, how I got Horizon but I'm talking about just going on the PSN store and buying games from there I think it's now gonna become a casual experience for the consumer to just buy games online especially with the digital now I will say if the digital edition is cheaper maybe people will even go for that too so that's kind of what I'm thinking but they also introduced the camera the control and the headphones that we'll be using I mean the dual sense we kind of already know because they made a whole thing about that but the camera is supposed to be like HD 4k damn near um, I don't know the specs I'm, s- I'm sorry if that I don't know the specs of the actual camera but they didn't really reveal too much. Um, they're also giving new accessories. I think these are also accessories not coming with the console. Because if they gave you a camera, headphones, the dual sense, the damn um, PS5. Bucks. Eight, a thousand, <laughs> no doubt. Damn near. Like, geez. If they're giving you all that, those are Sony products. Sony's not cheap. But now I'm curious. Will this have to run on a... Will you need a 4K TV? Because 4K TVs, in my opinion, I mean... I don't know that many people that have just straight up 4K TVs just chilling in their lounge. A lot of people I just do. have. Damn. Oh yeah, you do because you went to go buy one just recently, right? No, 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 no. My the guy who gave me this PS4. Yeah. He has a 4K TV in his living room. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I I I have a 4K in my living room as well, um, but I don't have one just to casually, you know, play and you know. Right. right. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm curious whether the. Um, whether the console is going to be strictly for 4K TV, because then that's going to cause people to, you know, go out and get it. That's another um, externality that's going to happen. It's going to cause the consumers to go out and buy a freaking 4K TV. But now, I want to know, what did you think of the console reveal? The console reveal. I love the way the console looks. Okay. I agree. Aesthetically pleasing very nice addition for your, your entertainment center you know especially if you you know it's i think i said it was, it was pretty it looked pretty minimalist like i looked up some and then actually it, it, it real quick i'm not going to go too far off on into this it it the 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 look of the console actually like inspired me to go look up minimalist art and it it looks good you know and it looks like it would go in like an entertainment center like perfectly. But if you have like a big box TV, it just would look out of place. You know what I'm saying? So um, another thing, this is, this is not about the console. Okay. Not everything I said, you know, was about the console. So I, what I noticed was the cinematic feeling gaming. This is gaming in general. Almost feels as if you're watching a film. Did you, do you feel that sometimes when you're looking, when you're playing video games? Does yeah. it feel like a mo- does it feel more like a movie? So I feel like that makes the experience more satisfying, immersive, and engaging. Um, you know, gaming in our generation is more of an experience than a hobby. You know, back in the day, you know, you if you played Pong or some shit, you know, it's like, okay, it's something to pass the time. Gaming's not like that anymore. It's 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 more it's just more engaging. You know, it's like it's an experience. Like you can watch movies at home, but when you go to the theater, it's a little different. You know, I don't know if everybody gets that feeling, but when I go to the theater to watch a movie, it's like it's a different experience. I feel like that's how 
that's what gaming is now in general. So, you know, we've we've just never been here before with gaming. And it's, I think it's cool, you know. So, did you have anything else? No, man. No, definitely. I feel like I agree with you, though. Uh, I think the experience... Sorry if I'm if I sound a little back, but yeah, you sound a little further. <laughs> sorry, but I think the experience of the PS5 is something that are just it, it's going to be interesting how games play out in this generation. I think it's already mm-hmm. to the point that these games are movies, no, undoubtedly. But yeah, God of War was actually acted out in a warehouse, I think. Yeah, you so know, Santa Monica Studios bought a warehouse and made the game like a movie. So I'm saying, I think this is going to be a very interesting way that we go. And I mean, the console's white design is awesome. So I know it's white and blue, black, all that. I mean, everyone's making fun of it because it looks like a Wi-Fi router. But I th- I still think that it's it's such a cool design. It's so sleek. It's so nice. I'm excited. But It is. It is. And I, I feel like I got to say this. Okay? Yeah. Go ahead. I got to say this. This reveal of Sony's PlayStation 5, it, based on what we saw, like the games, the, you know, the design, it took me through a lot of emotions. The two main ones were excitement and nostalgia. I feel like, you know, I talk about this generation of gaming a lot, but I feel like we're really at a moment in gaming history where we've never been before. It feels familiar, but it's like it's the future of gaming, but it feels familiar. You know what I mean? Uh, The console design we saw, very futuristic, sleek. But as I said before, it has a very minimalist feel to it. It's something we've never seen before, but at the same time, we kind of have. You know, the design is what fans sometimes and, you know, the actual designers put out as concept art or fan art. You know, so like when a new console comes out, they say, oh, this is probably what it's going to look like. You know, we see those pictures, but this console actually looks like a concept art. Um, The end product always ends up looking different from the concept art. That's not the case with this with this console. You know, it's as if we stepped into the future and it's now tangible, like we can actually buy it. We can put it in our entertainment center. They revealed what this console looks like to us. You know, I don't want to believe it because when it's when it comes out, that's when I when I can see it, touch it, play it. That's when I'll believe it, because, you know, even though it's Sony saying like, yeah, this is what the console looks like. It's like I don't want to be disappointed. You know what I mean? So. um, Nonetheless, I do anticipate that the limits of this console will most likely be pushed in a similar fashion to that of the PS2 released 20 years ago, March 4th. You know, like I remember you talking about Shadow of Colossus and how that game, you know, just the PS2 just couldn't handle it all the way. They had to release it on the PS4. I feel like this PS5 is going to do that with these games, except we're at a moment in technology where it can handle it. You know, I'm excited about it. And hey, man, it's the future of gaming. Um, It's even... And I know this is going to sound heavy to a lot of people, but we really love games on this uh, podcast. I feel like the release of this PlayStation 5 is going to be the light at the end of the tunnel of this dark beginning to a new decade. Like with the pandemic and everything, man, the game is just, I feel like 
I know this sounds crazy, but the release of a game, I feel like it's going to give people hope about the rest of this decade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very, very well done. I, I, honestly, it's, it's true. It, especially with how this, just this year has been played out. You know, I think this is going to be something very special. The future of gaming will be incredible. No doubt. So that was awesome. I definitely want to say that the event was just amazing. And I guess now I want to just say that going forward, this podcast, now that we've kind of finished up talking about the PS5 event, I want to say that this podcast will be recorded on weekends. We generally want to record this. We're giving you guys the schedule just so you guys can understand that when we'll be recording and all that. So I want to give the schedule out saying that we want to probably record these episodes on weekends, whether Saturday night or Sunday morning. And we want to have these ready to go by Monday um, of every week. Now, we want to release one episode at a time. We don't want to, you know, oversaturate any situation. And I feel that we want to really work hard on this content to the point that we're releasing good stuff. I think it's important for our viewers and it's important for us to be well prepared. And I think in the situations of today, it's that's um, it's needed very much so. So we will strive to do that, undoubtedly. Now, I'm curious. For all the viewers listening to this podcast, I want to ask you guys questions. What do you guys think of this whole PS5 event? If you guys have you guys seen it? I mean, if you have, uh, what games are you interested of? Or interested for are there any games that you guys are playing currently that you might want to talk about I mean any questions for us talking about some of the concepts um, that you guys think about gaming or things like that you can email it you can email us at auto hit confirm at gmail.com now when you email us we will read the questions on the next episode because there is no questions right now and we'll definitely um, shout you guys out you know and we'll try answering all your questions and all that. We'll most definitely answer all the questions that you guys give us. If there isn't any uh, questions for that week, then you know we'll continue and we'll uh, with topics of our own. But definitely, we encourage everyone to email us at autohitconfirm at gmail.com. Same thing, no like special wording or anything. It's literally autohitconfirm at gmail.com. You can also message me on Instagram. Uh, follow my account if you want. It's uh, Strudel Nick. Uh, Dom, you do you have an Instagram? I do. Um, my my Instagram is more music based because I also make music. But um, I'm DJ underscore mod. If you want to follow me on Instagram. Awesome, awesome. And this uh, the Gmail as well will also be for from us both. So he'll so Dom will also see all the messages as well. So. We're super excited to continue doing this. I mean, we we truly love video games. And obviously, through the r- length of this first episode, we tried keeping it at a minimum. Um, but we, I mean, we could always go on. But for sure, next week, we'll have other new stuff to talk about. I'm super excited to keep going. Um, I guess now is the ending of the uh, podcast. So I guess we just kind of want to say our goodbye. And I hope everyone has a great week. Hopefully, everyone is staying safe during this whole pandemic and you know i know it's a crazy time right now but we'll get through it and of course play video games
because obviously these are one of the things that I've enjoyed the most that Dom enjoys and it's helped me keep sane during this whole pandemic. Absolutely. Yeah. And so again, hope you guys all stay safe and uh, see you guys next time. Jack Fanatic checking out. See ya. Thank you.